Hi, this is Adam Rowe, a global Methodist pastor welcoming you to Whole in Christ. Here we delve into the life-changing essence of God's love, exploring its role in perfecting us and transforming our everyday lives. As we journey together, let's unravel spiritual truths, cultivate personal growth, and discover how we can become whole in Christ. Ready for a transformative experience? Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Whole in Christ. I'm your host, Adam Rowe. Today, I want to have a discussion about an article I wrote for Firebrand magazine called A Gospel of Power, Reclaiming Pastoral Identity for Pastors Leaving the UMC. As some background, I left the United Methodist Church myself back in 2014 and served in a couple more conservative Lutheran churches before recently rejoining the Global Methodist Church. I wrote this article to pastors like myself who left the UMC over theological differences, as well as those who, as well as those who stayed in the UMC until it um, until they left and and went on to help form the Global Methodist Church. Having made that denominational transition out of and now back into a Methodist body, I've spent a lot of time reflecting on how it's impacted my pastoral identity and my approach to scripture. Uh, Leaving a denomination, if you're doing it for biblical reasons, inevitably leads to an identity crisis of sorts. You can't just go to a seminary, pastor in a church without having a lot of questions and a lot of unresolved difficulties that you have to go through. And so there's been a lot of reflection on my part as I've thought about what that meant to me to leave the United Methodist Church, to move to another church, and now to come to the Global Methodist Church. And so this is an important issue, uh, not just for myself, but I think a lot of clergy who are making that transition. In the article, I spend a good amount of time talking about how the United Methodist Church's theological approach is really philosophical pragmatism. It's not theological at its heart. It's pragmatic at heart. Um, What this does is encourage pastors to compromise on biblical truth or avoid addressing controversial topics head on. I know in my own ministry, there were times when I hesitated to preach boldly because I just wanted to keep peace within the congregation. Uh, the, the church that I pastored in, lovely people. I cared about them a great deal and had a lot of great experiences, but it was a more progressive congregation. And as I, a pastor who is more conservative, was trying to um, pastor as well as I could, there was always a temptation, maybe not to contradict or override what Scripture said, but to avoid those passages that I knew We're not going to play well. And so when we have those things, and this is where a lot for me, a lot of reflection has come in, is reflecting on why I felt the need to withhold what I felt was true in those contexts. I know in my own ministry, there were times when I hesitated to preach boldly, um, but that watered down discipleship drained my preaching of gospel power. And as pastors, whenever we do things like that, where we withhold things that we know the congregation needs to hear, but we're afraid to share it 
for fear of how they're going to respond. We have to repent. We have to repent where we fail to teach God's full truth. And so within the article, I also introduce the concept of a flinch test. Those difficult biblical texts that make us uncomfortable sometimes make us flinch. But engaging those challenging passages leads to greater understanding of God's holiness. And as preachers, we must be willing to teach the hard truths, not gloss over the uncomfortable stuff. The the places of growth are where the difficulty is. If there's never a conflict, if there's never anything that the person has to struggle with, uh, including myself as a pastor, including everyone in the congregation, then there's no room for growth. If it's just comfortable all the time, nobody ever changes. In addition, I look at how Jesus modeled an unwavering commitment to truth. He never watered down his message. He never chased down crowds who rejected him. And we have to have that kind, that same kind of firmness. There's a place in John 6 where Jesus says, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has life. He who does not, does not have life. There were many in the crowd who were listening to that who didn't like it, didn't understand it, and walked away. Jesus did not try to get them to agree with him. He didn't try to change his message. He wasn't pragmatic at all. He just let them walk. And he understood that those with ears to hear would receive the message and would live it out. In the article, I also emphasize that the Wesleyan way, at its best, At its best, it integrates God's unchanging truth with his unlimited grace and love. We pursue holiness with joy, trusting the Spirit to transform lives. And finally, I reflected on how the church is meant to be a distinct, set-apart light in a divided world. Uh, We stay rooted in Scripture. We keep our congregations rooted in Scripture as pastors. And this allows our congregations to shine as beacons of hope to a broken and lost generation that is just chasing down every sinful impulse that it possibly can. So our calling is to make passionate, spirit-filled disciples through biblical preaching. You know, while leaving a denomination is painful, it presents an opportunity to reground our ministries. For those of you who are listening who might be pastors, it presents opportunities for us to reground our ministries in Scripture and pursue holiness with renewed passion. Um, I hope pastors who have left the UMC will preach both the hard truths and the radical graces found in God's word. You can check out my full article via the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening and talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. We deeply value your support and we're always eager to hear your thoughts. Please feel free to leave a comment about today's episode, and if you have any prayer requests, we'd be honored to bring those before God with you. Remember, if you're finding value in our conversations, we'd appreciate it if you could rate us and subscribe to stay updated on all our upcoming episodes. Thank you for being part of our community, and may you be richly blessed in your journey with Christ.